Greetings. Welcome to another episode of Just Riffing It, hosted by Tom Martin. Um, so today, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to talk about succession, but I want to start by talking about um, this upcoming heart procedure I'm going to have, just because I, um, for anyone who's following my social media, I don't really like using this to talk about myself, but um, I feel like maybe it was worth uh, you know, talking about my upcoming heart procedures. So at the end of next week, um, I'm going to have a procedure done on my heart that they're going to insert a new valve, uh, with a catheter through my, uh, through my femoral artery. Um, <clears throat> and the reason why I'm getting this procedure is because I, um, so I was born with a heart condition. It's called pulmonary atresia, where uh, basically your heart has four valves, and the pulmonary valve um, is what is the valve that transports blood from your heart to your lungs. And so, I didn't I, they I didn't have a pulmonary valve until I was um, for, for 2005, February 2005. I had a surgery where they. Um, Cope with my chest, and they and they inserted a a, a valve, a pul- a prosthetic valve, made out of uh, cow tissue, and <clears throat> I always knew that I would have to have another surgery eventually to replace the tissue valve because it it does wear down over time, and so that was like 16 years ago, and I I saw my cardiologist um, last week. And I could kind of sense that I, I would need a new valve because I just noticed myself, I was getting very like tired and even just like walking outside, like to my, to this like gazebo um, that I like to sit up was getting really like strenuous for me. Like it just felt very, I, I'd have like chest palpitations and stuff. And um, it's been kind of that way for the last few months uh, especially at the end of the summer. And so I kind of sensed I would need um, another procedure. So I I actually, I was so worried about it that actually earlier in October, I actually, I, I thought about going to the ER because I, I knew it was my valve. Because the reason why I knew that is because it, it I mean, I'm, I, I was, you know, like a, I'm like a fit guy in my early 30s, you know, walking, you know, outside should not be like strenuous for me or like going to the grocery store. And I mean, my diet hasn't changed, my medications haven't changed, so I knew it was the valve. And so I visited my cardiologist last week, early in the week, and he did it in echo. It's uh, it's the same thing that I think they, they do for like pregnant women where they, they put the strobe thing on your, you know, on your stomach, or in my case, my chest to observe like the, the, the function, like the movement of my heart. And after I had that done, I met with my cardiologist that same day. And he said that my valve had narrowed significantly and that he was scheduling me for uh, a catheterization. It's not surgery, by the way. He was, he was very clear that to me that it wasn't surgery and, and it, it was I, I said oh it's surgery like one of my having surgeries like it's not surgery it's catheterization I guess there's a difference because um, they don't have to like open up my chest um, 
but he did say that I was going to have a procedure, and he asked me to come back twice last week, um, um, so I, I, to get a, um, an MRI on my heart, and, uh, to do, like, a stress test, which is where they, they hook, they hook my heart up, they hook me up to, like, these electrodes, and then I'm, like, on a bike, an exercise bike, um, and they will, um, that, like, monitors my heart activity while I'm, like, riding this bike, and so they use that to measure, like, my heart function, and, um, just for more, like, data, so that the, the, uh, catheterization, um, surgeons, I guess, catheterization surgeons, doctors, um, have like images of my heart that they can use so that they know exactly, you know, where they're going once they, once they, uh, insert the valve and stuff. So I got a, um, I got a, I got a letter actually yesterday from, uh, my, my doctors. Um, let me, let me see if I can find it actually, just cause I'm not going to read the whole thing, but for anyone who's listening who's curious, like this, they may want to look this stuff up, um, just so you know exactly what's going on. Um, I'll just read this part here and just explain it a bit. Um, so, let's see. After 16 and a half years since the implantation of the bioprosthetic pulmonary valve, there is now evidence of deteriorating valve function with progressive stenosis, given the arc, at echocardiographic finding and the decline in exercise capacity, I discussed with Tom my recommendation for transcatheter valve and valve implantation of a new stented bioprosthetic pulmonary valve. So, um, and I also said that my right ventricle, which is like the right side of the heart, was growing like larger um, and he didn't say I would need surgery for that, but when I was, when I had surgery in 2005, that was a much bigger procedure because what they did was they not only inserted the valve, but they, um, had, I was talking to my mom about this about a month or two ago, they did what's called cardiac reconstruction, where they had to like reduce the size of my heart. My mom was saying my heart was had grown so big that it was actually bulging through my chest. Like you could actually see the left side of my chest was, was like bigger than the right side. Um, and so they had to do like a, she, she got it's sort of like a, it's like a tummy tuck for your heart. So they had to like cut it and then they like folded one side over the other to reduce the size of it because you know, the heart's a muscle. So when you have like one muscle, the pulmonary valve that's not working, then the other three valves do more work. And so they get bigger because they get stronger because they're, they're doing more, you know, it's like lifting more weight. Um, but I, 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 it turns, I, I don't think I'm going to have to get that done. He just said I would just need a new valve. Um, and so they're going to go in with a catheter and um, insert the new one. Um, so that's, so that's the thing. So I'd be under anesthesia uh, during the procedure, um, but it only lasts like two hours if, Anyone, you know, wants to check out my Twitter, I actually posted a video on YouTube that's actually of the, that's of the exact procedure that I'm going to get. Um, so they're going to use like a, a little stent and they're going to go up through my femoral artery um, with the new valve and insert it into position over the current one I have. And they're going to like use a little balloon to like expand it. And then they're going to pull it out, the catheter. It's a very, um, 
uh, a less invasive procedure. It's non-invasive, uh, is what they say actually. And you may have noticed actually, um, it, if you listen to my previous recordings and stuff that I, I didn't even realize this at the time, but um, you know, one of the things my doctor was saying was like, well, you're, so, so my valve was, was at, like shrinking and so it was like narrowing. And so that means there was less blood flow going to my lungs. And so that's why I'd be out of breath. And you may notice, actually, if you listen to previous recordings, and maybe now, is that <laughs> I'd be kind of, I have to like take breaks when I'm talking to like get a sip of water or something. Um, it's because my, my lungs are getting less blood flow. So I'm out of breath more easily. That's why I, I have to like sort of take breaks and stuff. So for people who, who have heard me, you know, talk before, um, they probably would notice that they, they probably, they may notice the difference, but that's, um, that should be, uh, you know, it, it I, it'll be about, it, I, I'm very, I'm actually excited to get the surgery or, or procedure because, um, it'll, it'll, by opening the valve, it's going to let more blood flow, like go through my heart and, and through my body. And I'm very curious to know it. And even like the way that I look, like I noticed over the past, um, like few months too, I've just been paler. Like my complexion has been paler than compared to like, I have some like photos of I saw myself from like a few years ago where I had much more like color and stuff in my face. And they said, well, that's because of the less blood flow that's going, you know, through my body. And that's because of the valve. Um, so yeah. So anyways, that's what that's, that's what that's about. Um, but I, I don't think it'll be that, um, big of a deal. I mean, I'll be under anesthesia, but that wears off. Um, and the valve works like immediately. So, um, so I want to get this book done because I'm going to have, I, I knew I was going to have to have the procedure, um, just because my valve was sort of deteriorating and, and I, and I could just tell, I always knew it would have to be replaced. So, um, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't a matter of if, it was just a matter of when. And so that's what I'm getting done next week at the end of next week. Um, it's, it's, um, well, it's certainly been distracting for me, I have to say. I mean, just, just sort of the, the, even though I anticipated I would need the procedure, I, um, you know, the reality of it, like, oh, okay, so I'm not, I'm, it's one of those times I wish I was neurotic or something, like, oh, you know, maybe this isn't real. It's like, no, you actually are going to need a procedure, and, you know, it'll happen soon. So, um, but, you know, I think it, it, I'll be, I'll be in much better, like, condition, just, you know, physically and, and everything, um, you know, mentally and whatnot, once I, I get my new valve and, and everything sort of gets, you know, the blood flow and stuff gets, gets um, you know, going, going back to normal and stuff. So that's what I'm having done for anyone who may be curious about it. Um, and so, uh, yeah. Okay. Now I'm talking about succession cause I, I have been watching that, um, and I know I haven't been on for a few months. Um, it's just, it's, it's kind of hard sometimes for me to talk for like long periods of time, but I'm going to try to, um, talk about succession a bit. So I, I have been watching succession and I thought it was, I think it's pretty good the season. I mean, I, I really, it's, it's not, 
it seems a little bit predictable to me, just because I, I don't know. I, I was reading an article about this a couple months ago, and it's it seems like it's sort of pace shaping to be Kendall trying to do like a takeover of the company, kind of, you know, um, rallying um, like Shiv and Ronan to join him and stuff. And I thought, I mean, I, I don't know, this was kind of the plot in season one. And I I don't know, I just, to me, I, I still enjoy it. I mean, I still think it's good, but I am sort of curious to know, to me, it feels like the same thing as season one. I mean, that's sort of what it's shaping up to be. Senator Kendall's sort of, um, I mean, he's already sort of taken over the company, I guess. It's a little bit confusing because he's not, I guess he's fired, but not, I don't know. Um, because he did throw, you know, Logan under the bus, obviously. Um, so I'm curious to see uh, what happens exactly in the following episodes. I guess they meet, um, I saw in the preview for the next episode that, that Logan and him meet for the first time since they, uh, you know, since Kendall threw him under the bus. Um, so I'm curious to know how that, that'll play out. Um, another thing I noticed that's interesting to me is that Kendall's like family is sort of in this more. I mean, we haven't seen his kids yet, but I thought that was curious. Like when I was watching season two, when I watched season one, he had his kids in it and stuff and his, and his ex-wife was in it. And in season two, they weren't in it at all. And I don't know, that was, that was curious to me that I, I, I was kind of like, where are his kids and stuff? I don't know. He has kids, but he never, you know, talks about them and never, you know, interacts with them and stuff. I thought it was interesting that they brought them back a little bit. You know, they had a scene uh, in this past episode where um, they were in his daughter's room, uh, like, you know, coercing with each other. Um, so I don't know, that, that was interesting to me that they're sort of having uh, more of a, you know, inclusion and whatnot with them. Um, I think, I, I don't know, I, you know, I, I'm curious to know exactly, I'm curious to know, like, what happens differently in season one. I mean, I think, I, I guess this time he's kind of, Kendall's being more, I, maybe more aggressive with trying to out Logan. I mean, I, I kind of thought, um, he... I, I don't know. I, I want it to be different than season one. And I assume it's going to be different in, in, a, in a, you know, some sort of a way. So I am sort of thinking, well, it's not, it can't just be him trying to plot the takeover again. And then Logan sort of buffering him at the last moment. Um, and then just sort of Kendall fall into this downward spiral. Another thing I noticed that was really interesting to me is that he hasn't done any drugs yet. Um, and obviously that was like a big part of his whole, um, you know, season two character. And he hasn't done any drugs yet, but we saw at the end of this past week's episode, um, Shiv like throws him under the bus, like in a very public way, saying that he has like a, a drug problem and stuff and that they're, they're trying to help him, whatever. And yeah, really throwing his credibility out the window. Um, and, you know, you saw like it really, it really like affected him at the end of the episode, just his, his demeanor changed, his body language changed. And I do wonder if that's going to be sort of him sort of going back to the drug kind of thing. Because the thing is drug problems. Because I wondered if part of his sobriety um, was, you know, to do with the fact that he, he sort of had this uh, powerful persona, maybe, in the public eye. Like, he took down his dad and stuff. And 
Uh, I mean, he got some flag for it, but I, I think, you know, maybe it's a power thing for him. And now maybe he feels weak. He feels, um, you know, like he's, um, and maybe he feels damaged by that and goes back to drugs. I'm very curious to see how that, how that plays out because I know that he's also got that girlfriend, um, Naomi, and they, you know, met in season two where they were doing drugs together at the, um, fuck, I forget, I forget her family's name, but the, the Pierce, yeah, the Pierce family, and, um, you know, so they're still in a relationship and whatnot, I, I don't know if they do drugs together, I don't know, that's a little bit surprising to me, because, you know, it seemed like they kind of bonded over that in the beginning, um, so I, I'm, I'm curious to see if he continues to do drugs, if he goes back to doing drugs, I think he probably will, um, I mean, just because I, I, you know, I don't, I, I mean, I think it's kind of shaping up to be that way to me. I mean, I don't know. It, 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 to me, I hate to think that this season will be predictable, but it feels a little bit predictable in a sense. Um, and I don't know, I don't know what to make of that. I mean, sometimes I wonder if TV shows, do they get so popular? They're so successful one season that they just kind of wonder, well, well should we do that again? Should we not try to do anything really too innovative? Um, I mean, the FBI uh, just came and raided their offices, um, uh, the, the Logan's, uh, the Waystar Royco offices. I'm curious to see how that goes. Um, it's interesting because Kendall said that um, to his, uh, his lawyer, Lisa, that he, you know, Logan could shut it down. Like he, he has the resources to shut the FBI down. So even the FBI is corrupt. Um, I wonder if that's like, is that a foreshadowing sort of thing? Will that... Um, you know, will that happen? Will he shut it down? Does he know somebody, you know, who can help him shut it down? Somebody in the, in the inside. Um, I don't know. So I'm very, I'm very curious to see what happens, um, next week's episode. Um, you know, as far as whether they go back to Capitol Hill or something, I'm not sure. Um, okay. Let me see. All right. Um, so I'm, I'm just going to wrap this up. Um, so I, you know, for anyone who, who may be curious, because I, you know, when I was actually, when I had my surgery in 2005, I actually didn't tell anyone about it. I didn't tell my friends. I didn't tell people at school because I just didn't, I didn't want to worry them. Um, and it was sort of funny because when I came back, people were like, because I was out of school for like, uh, for weeks, like for like six weeks, um, because I had my chest opened and everything. And when I came back, uh, I remember I, people were like, they were like mad at me. They were like, you, you had heart surgery? Why didn't you tell us and stuff? You know, it was funny. I, I felt like they were sort of ridiculing me almost. They were like, you asshole, you had heart surgery. You didn't even tell us, you know. Um, and they were really kind of surprised by it and stuff that I didn't mention it. And, you know, it's funny because I, I sort of think, well, okay, I guess this is worth mentioning then. I don't know. I mean, if it were toe surgery, I don't think people would give a shit. But, um, you know, if it's a heart procedure, I guess it's a bit different. People are like, I want to know that. I want to know if you're going to, you know, you're having a heart procedure, tell us that, you know. Um, so that's why I, I, you know, I wanted to, um, you know, put it out there and stuff. Um, you know, just because, I mean, I have no reason to hide it. I get, you know, I, you know, um, because it is happening either way. So, you know, um, but I mean, the procedure should be fine. You know, as I said before, it's, it's actually, um, nobody's ever like died from it no it's a very short procedure i mean it's only like two hours so um it's it's sort of like it's sort of like getting screws replaced in my knee 
you know, like, so, like, I imagine if it's, like, you know, I sort of think of, like, 16 years ago, I had these, like, screws placed in my knee, you know, and over time, they've deteriorated, they've worn down, and it just becomes more difficult to go, to move around and stuff, and so, you know, sort of, like, limping or whatever, and it's like, fuck, I gotta get these, I gotta get these screws in my knee, and so that's sort of, that's sort of what I think of this procedure, is, like, you know, it's just sort of getting new screws in my knee, um, you know, it's not, it's not a very, um, I mean, even that's actually a much more invasive procedure because they have to cut through bone and everything like that. They don't have to do that at all uh, for this one. It's a very, um, you know, small, minimally invasive. Um, my doctor said that the only, like, pain I'll feel is, is just, you know, he said, oh, you'll, you'll come out and you might feel like a slight sort of pain in my leg just from where they cut through um, my art, into my artery. But he said, other than that, um, it should be fine, and that I'll feel much better, uh, like, right away. So, anyways, that's, that's what's going on. I don't know if I'm going to do another show before then, um, just because it's, it's a little bit hard for me to, like, talk for, like, long periods of time like this, just because it, it, it's a little bit strain on my chest. Um, but it's, it's um, yeah, so, but I'll, I'll do a show afterwards, um, to, you know, talk about it and whatnot, how I'm feeling. Um, it, you know, I'll, I, I guess the anesthesia has some residual effects, but I don't think it'll have that many. I mean, it does, but it does wear off. Um, and so, you know, that shouldn't be a problem. <sighs> oh, for very long. So anyways, thank you to everyone who's uh, been supportive of me and whatnot through this whole thing. Um, and you know, it's, it's not, I, you know, it's not that big of a deal. As I said, it's a very safe procedure. It's not, you know, it's not, um, that, you know, dangerous or whatever. So, uh, so yeah. So again, thank you to everyone who's been supportive of me. I really appreciate it. Um, and yeah, uh, have a good one.